This is Liz. And this is Sharon. And you're listening to Unrefined She. The well-being podcast for women like you who want to explore your health, claim your space, question norms, and live your best lives. Hosted weekly by entrepreneurs and women's health experts, Liz Winters and Sharon Bailey. As always, please keep in mind that the information shared on this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be considered medical advice. And now, let's dive in. Hello, Unrefined listeners, Liz here. Today, Sharon and I have the absolute joy of sitting down with our friend and fellow Unrefined listener, Candace Shuford. She is a Montessori teacher, podcast host, and aspiring life coach, and I am so excited for you to all listen to this conversation. It was just an absolute delight. Candace uses her experience as an ENFP, Enneagram 3, we dive into what those words mean, and highly sensitive person with ADHD to motivate others. Candace helps others reframe neurological diversity and find their superpowers through self-awareness, growth, and development. And we really dive into her story and how she has used her neurological diversity. And again, reframing this as a superpower was so impactful. And I I can't wait for you to listen. We also talk a lot about art as expression and honesty and vulnerability and how we can avoid burnout and still stay motivated and get things done. So I hope you enjoy this conversation. Please, please, please be sure to connect with Candice and let's dive into the show. Okay. Welcome to the show, Candice. We're so glad to have you here. Thank you. I am beyond thrilled. I can barely contain myself at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I mean, you literally did kind of like, like shriek as you joined the Zoom call a minute ago and it, you brought so much joy and energy into the room. (laughs) It just, it has changed my entire day just having this. I mean, we've only been on the call for like 15 minutes, but like, I was like, oh, this is a good day. I'm so glad. I'm (laughs) so, so glad. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, we're really glad to have you here. So everybody, Candice is um, a listener of Unrefined She, and we connected on Instagram and have like developed a really lovely friendship, and we asked her to be on the podcast. Um, And so we're super glad to have you here, Candice. So tell us just a little bit about yourself, and then Liz has a very special question for you. (laughs) I sure do. Okay, I'm excited. So I am... Candice Shuford. Hi, everyone. I'm 27. Um, I'm currently working as a part-time teacher at a Montessori school. Um, So I have a lot of fun doing that. And then on the other side, I do a lot of uh, work with poetry. I have a private poetry group um, of some close friends where we like do poetry once a month and I have a uh, a podcast called PAVE so um, that stands for powerful augmented vulnerable and eclectic PAVE podcast and I started that the end of September super super exciting to see you know where that takes me but um but yeah that's it's kind of my my intro, my spiel. <laughs> Your spiel. I love yeah. it. What um what age kids do you work with? Um, three to five year olds. Oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, yeah. Fun. So like it's like the really fun, like kind of dramatic stage of their life where they're learning so much, but they're so emotional. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Sharon and I know this stage very, <laughs> very well. well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like I'm telling them to take a deep breath while I'm taking a deep breath. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, do you need a hug? Okay, because I need a hug. Because <laughs> everyone needs to breathe right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I've been doing that. I started working there um, at the same time I started my podcast. Yeah. So three, oh, nice. starting multiple new things at once. Yay. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Candace, what part of the country are you in? I realize I don't know this or remember. I live in North Carolina. North Carolina. Oh yeah. My gosh. So like near Winston-Salem area. Okay. What does the weather look like this time of year for you? So right now it's cold. It feels like 23 degrees. It actually snowed today. Um, only about an inch, but I mean, it is cold, frigid, windy, 
but I don't know. It's like frustrating, but I love it at the same time. <laughs> like I love going out there yeah. just for like five minutes and letting the wind slap my face. And I'm like, oh, it's so chilly. Going back in, having some hot <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Love it. I love it. Oh, man. Yeah, snowstorms in North Carolina are hilarious. They like, really are. It's a they're joke. They're so funny. Like, I was, when I was living in Durham and I was like commuting to Raleigh and I drove to Raleigh, like, it must have snowed a three quarters of an inch, maybe. And the entire state shut down. Yeah, and like, because oh, yeah. they don't really have snow plows or anything like that, you know? And so it's just like, I got to work and they were like, you need to go home. It's a snow day. And I'm like, I'm already at work. And they <laughs> sent me home and it took wow. two hours to drive 30 minutes because everybody was just gridlocked on the interstate because nobody knew how to drive. And now That's living funny. in the mountains, it's like, well, it's just part of life. <laughs> I know. Like I was out driving last night and like, I saw like, there was like this line of like 10 snow plows, which is probably the only ones that we have in the area. <laughs> and I'm like, they are really serious about this. Uh, but I was like, it's not going to be that big a deal. And it wasn't. Yeah. So <laughs> it's that still sweet. I mean, my girlfriends in North Carolina were like posting photos of the snow and I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. Like with the forest and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy living in this area. It's a lot of fun amazing your snow experience sounds like the pacific northwest because that's that's the same thing here it actually snowed in oregon yesterday which it doesn't oh, really wow. snow over here anymore and we probably got mm, a quarter of an inch to half an inch and like we were all losing our minds like myself included i was in the middle of a call with clients and my computer faces a window and i was like mm -hmm. talking to my clients and then like creeping out of camera view watching <laughs> the snow it's like we're gonna have to call this short cut this short because I have to go play in the snow now. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, awesome. I mean, the world just like shuts down. You're like, oh, snow. I can't drive anymore. And it like, does. It's fine. Yeah, it's my fine. boss. We were so, I was actually supposed to work this morning from like, you know, 830 to 115. And she texted me at 630 and she was like, school is canceled. And I was like, oh, yay. Back to bed. <laughs> Amazing. I guess I'll sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> that was well, a nice little treat. Beyond snow, um, I would love to know, as you know, we start our shows with this segment, what's cooking in your kitchen? So yeah. I want to know what's cooking in your kitchen. We have a new kitchen to explore. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so in my physical kitchen today, since it was a snow day, I decided to make some waffles. Um, mm -hmm. So I made some gluten-free chocolate chip waffles and oh. I had eggs and yogurt with pumpkin and flaxseed in them because... That's where I'm at in my cycle. I need the pumpkin and the flax. I love um, it. Yes. I'm putting that in there um, <laughs> with my cashew yogurt. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so that was really good. And then as far as what's cooking in my kitchen in life, I am this week, I'm having a happiness coach experience. There's this lady, Sam Clark, and she's doing this little class called love it or leave it to um help people to like decide if they want to be uh like a life coach or you know for tips on becoming a coach so that's kind of like what i'm getting into <laughs> i love that that sounds amazing uh, yeah so i'm really excited about it that's what a cool awesome. thing to explore you'll have to report back yes i definitely will yeah when i get like officially official <laughs> Officially official. Yes. Yeah. But you know how we do. Well, I like to say we as in us, because I know mm -hmm. you guys like that. But yeah, we announce things before it's officially done so we can oh, yeah. hold ourselves accountable. <laughs> That's right. But what do we say, Sharon? We like build the boat. Build well, the as boat as we're walking out in the water. <laughs> exactly. Fine. All day. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just day, always building a boat. <laughs> Constantly building a boat. Like schlepping water out. It's fine. We're good. Hey, we're still floating along, so I think it's fine. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Sharon, what's cooking in your kitchen? Oh, girl. Uh, I have really been trying to get on doing like meal prep on the weekends because I've been working so much more. Mm. So, um, been utilizing the Cook Once Eat All Week book. 
Gotta love it. To a, to a degree. Like, I, you know, it's like if I get put in a box, <laughs> then I'm like, fuck that box, you know? <laughs> Such a rebel. Such a rebel. So, <laughs> so if I'm like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do these three meals this week, I'm like, absolutely not. I don't want to eat that at all. Uh, what I want to eat is those chocolate chip waffles with cashew yogurt i mean yeah please <laughs> those sound amazing uh but this week just trying to get on the meal prep game because also my husband one of our things in schmilly business club is that we are supposed to delegate more a delegate a thing every single day to get mm-hmm. in the practice so one of the things i'm delegating is some dinners that my husband gets to make and when he's in charge of making dinner he doesn't start until 6 30 which is when we're supposed to eat I know. Yeah. Uh huh. And then, and then it's like, like a quesadilla or a grilled cheese or pizza. You see where I'm going with this. It's like, I mean, delicious, but not ideal. Not ideal. Okay. Not ideal, especially like multiple weeks in a row, multiple nights in a row. So anyway, so if I meal prep a boatload of ingredients ahead of time, then like on Tuesday night, he comes in at six o'clock and he's like, oh shit, it's my night to make dinner. And I'm like, it sure is. And he's like, well, wh- should we just have sandwiches? And I'm like, let me just show you all the ingredients that I milk wrapped. Four different kinds of winter squash, some sweet potatoes. We've got your parsnip mash and your roasted chicken and your salmon. I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. Does it not just drive you insane though yes. when you're like, I would like to delegate this task and then you still have to end up planning the whole damn thing? Yes. This is hitting me. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me just tell you, yes. I'm like, okay. And then he's still he's looking at me all day on Sunday while I'm in the kitchen for hours making ingredients for the entire week after I've gone grocery shopping. And he's like, could you get out here and play with the kid? And I'm like, could you shut up? Are you serious? Could you not? Yeah. <laughs> you can okay, play with so, the kid. You can play with him. <laughs> totally. Which he does. He plays with the kid a lot during the week. Like, he's so good. But still, at the same time, I'm like, well, get in here and make some fucking food. Anyway, yeah. not to, like, hate on my husband. I love my husband. Uh, however, <laughs> that is kind of the impetus for me being in the kitchen, meal prepping a lot. So that's what it's up in my kitchen. What about you, Liz? What's in your kitchen, girl? Well, now I'm just feeling fiery because like that really hit close to home. Because <laughs> it's just like, can you take care of dinner tonight? Sure. What do you want to have? I'm like, no, th- that is not taking care of dinner. Mm. Anyway. Uh-huh. So, yes. What is cooking in my kitchen? Well, my kitchen is almost <laughs> done. <laughs> Every week, I'm like, is Every it done yet? Okay, <laughs> here is the legit update. Um, I have a ceiling and walls. Okay. And electrical and plumbing. Um, so, like, legitimately, cabinets could go in next week. Hey. So, Amazing. we're like, we're getting there. We're getting Amazing. there. I, like, don't know what I'm going to do with myself when I have more than one burner to work with. Like, I'm sure you'll find a new boat. <laughs> I'm sure I'll find something <laughs> Yes, yes. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, I guess there's a lot happening in my kitchen and also not enough, but that's fine. There's other, there's other kitchens to be worked in. So I could talk to you guys about kitchen stuff all day, but I want to keep us like rolling along and okay. bring Candace on, not just to talk about kitchen stuff and partners and things. And so, I love and hearing so. your kitchen stuff. So, But I mean, at least you have a burner, right? Because before you yes. had the Instant Pot. You had to like right well yeah so i i've had the instant pot and we've had an induction burner okay. this whole time okay. so those are pretty legit so if anybody is looking for like what kind of temporary burner situation it's like kind of like a hot plate but it only heats up when it's with certain kinds of metals so like we use cast oh, iron um yeah so you could put plastic on it and turn the burner on and it won't get hot it won't burn it oh so wow yeah isn't that cool that's super cool I'm going to have to hit you up on that when we yeah, re- link that re- in the show notes. Yeah. Put that shit in the yeah, show notes. Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, link a. Thanks. Thanks, friend. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just send her on like a, like a wild rabbit chase. Is that the word? Is that goose right? Goose chase. chase. Goose chase. chase. There's no rabbits involved. Wild Which goose animal? chase of things to link. Um, oh my okay that's how that's how this episode is where we are all right (laughs) perfect (laughs) well okay so let's talk about 
our retreat because Candace was at the she shop. Yeah. And yeah, she was. We'd really love to hear like your take on the community like cohesion that happened at the she shop. Yes. So I felt like there was like such a really good um connection with everybody. And it was so cool people sharing like their stories of, you know, their first experience with um getting their cycle started and you know, kind of just normalizing that part of our lives because it's either like you know super terrible or we're like dancing around in short (laughs) skirts with flowers (laughs) Uh laughing at salad commercials that's what i think yeah Yeah. um but i really love the uh the graphic design that you came up with to signify like you know the luteal phase the follicular phase and for it to just really for us to really understand you know like the world has been set up for women to be the same every day like you know men are more that way but women have times where we need to be more you know come more inwards and rest a little bit more so i really um appreciate how you encourage women to kind of schedule their life more around their period. And you're always going to have to do stuff. We always have stuff to get done, but you know, not to schedule like six events on, (laughs) you know, like the day before, you know, your cycle is going to start. Like, let's save that for when you're ovulating. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, over here, like praise hanting the whole time you're talking. (laughs) (laughs) I really appreciated, um, just the dialogue that you created and all the comments that everybody had. Uh, it was really, it was really encouraging. And I actually like made some connections afterwards and I was like texting um, a few of the people. So that was really cool too. That's awesome. Yay. It's like making friends in real life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, like, especially during COVID, um, yeah. like I'm an extroverted person and I love meeting people. So it's nice to have, have workshops like that, you know, where you can connect with people that are on a similar plane as you, you know, wanting to learn more about their bodies um so yeah it's just really it was really encouraging oh that makes my heart so happy (laughs) sweet i mean that's totally what we were striving for so i'm glad to hear that that's the outcome you had (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah our retreat that's february 27th uh from 10 to 4 pst um we finally have really like nailed everything down there's a registration page like i have a landing page (laughs) it's beautiful Uh, (laughs) um but the theme is it's not all in your head how to hear your body in the modern world and boom yeah yeah (laughs) and uh so and we want to thank dr laurel peru for that title thank you laurel (laughs) Uh, anyway so i'm but i'm glad to hear you say that because we really want to like cultivate community in this retreat i mean that's part of going to a retreat is like Mm -hmm. you leave with your new buds that you just went on this experience with and since we have to do it virtual um it's really i'm really glad to hear that you know that that community connection was made for you in the she shop and that we fully intend to continue with that connection at the retreat so awesome yeah i just officially put the retreat in my calendar as you were saying it because i was like (laughs) (laughs) yes here for it i'm gonna laugh every time i say that now candace Oh, I goodness. love it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to also join Candace at the retreat, we're going to put it in the show notes. You can yep. sign up in the show notes. <laughs> Buy your ticket Thanks, there. Ashley. Sign up. <laughs> I'll be there, guys. Yay. Yes. Oh, sweet. Moving on from our retreat, Candace, I would love to know, and I really love to share your story mm-hmm. with our listeners here, because I think you have some really amazing, impactful things to share, but I would just love to know like what your, your kind of your origin story, Okay. Um, you know, what milestones kind of you hit along the way to led you to find your passion in writing and in podcasting and in teaching, hear more about you. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, I've always been interested in helping 
people. So like, I've always been like a helper. Um, so I don't know when I was younger, <laughs> like my friends would call me mother Candace because I kind of like mothered, <laughs> I mothered everybody. And so that kind of just, um, led me into like working with children. So, um, I started out as a nanny. Uh, I started doing that when I was about 19. And so I was a full-time nanny. Whew. Yeah. It's about for about eight years. <laughs> mm. um, and I've worked for probably six different families. Um, and so then I kind of, I wanted to work with children still, but just not like as hands-on I love being a nanny um but it takes so much energy <laughs> to be in a family's home because like you know you you're like becoming part of that family and like such a pivotal part in the child's life and then like you come home and you're trying to like be a part of your own family so it's just uh a lot of different wheels turning so I was like okay well let me do the teacher thing <laughs> um because I can be with them for a couple of hours and then you know they go home I go home um but I think I like the idea of having like a neutral space like a school mm. you know it's a neutral space and, you know, I can still like have a close relationship with them and work one-on-one. -on -one. And so I really, really have a lot of fun doing that. Probably my favorite thing about working with kids is how they challenge you to like think of new ways of doing things because they're all so different and, and, and they're different on a different day. Um, and so I like, I like how that like keeps my brain going. So it's fun. Like it's, it's like a fun stress. <laughs> um, yeah, but then getting into the poetry thing, I kind of what led me down that path. I was in a um, kind of like a toxic relationship. And once I got out of that, I was like, okay, I think I really need to like tune more into me. Um, and so I started writing more and then I found out about Rupee Carr and I just absolutely adore her. So I had gone to Barnes and Noble with one of my friends and uh, picked up her book, Milk and Honey. And she really, really inspired me. Um, yeah, it's definitely why I'm like, where where I'm at uh and then you know growing up to growing up my mom um she always encouraged my love for writing I started doing haikus in third grade and she would always tell me you know like if you can't say it you know just write it out and my dad was always into music and um and poetry and you know he would write little poems for my brother and I. So like, I kind of grew up in that, that writing artistic environment. And then, you know, coupled with, you know, come, getting older and tuning more into myself, I kind of got back to that, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and so one of the quotes that I really liked from Rupi, if I can find it one second. <laughs> Good. No worries. I want to tell a story. So Rupi Carr, I found her book when I was on my, um, in my like bachelorette, it wasn't a party. Like we went to a hot springs. I, I went to bed at like 10 o'clock, you know, <laughs> but we went to a bookstore in Crested Butte and I found her book and I bought it and ended up using her poem, The List as my wedding vow. Ooh! Wow! Yeah. It was yeah. She said, "I love Ruby Carr." <laughs> wow, that is so that is so beautiful. Yeah, she and how and how suiting precious. that I was like, this poem is called "The List." I really like making lists. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That Sorry to interrupt awesome. you. Go on. <laughs> no, you're fine. Okay, so I I found it. So the poem that like 
drew me into her that I first read because I was coming out of that, you know, toxic relationship. Um, she said, I didn't leave because I stopped loving you. I left because the longer I stayed, the less I loved myself. Mm. And I was like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it really, really hit. It didn't just hit close to home. Like, it hit home. And yeah. I was like, I like this girl. She gets it. <laughs> she gets it. And so, I mean, every book that she's come out with, I've read it and I just finished Homebody. Mm. Um, well, just not just finished, but I got Homebody. And yeah, I just try to stay up to date with with her stuff. Dude, I feel like every time it, it's so amazing how she can just like take four lines and just knock you off your seat. Yes. <laughs> you know? yes. Like, how does she do that? <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. And then there's one other, the quote that helped me to see like, okay, like I can have the confidence to put my poetry out. Um, she said, your art is not about how many people like your work. Your art is about if your heart likes your work, if your soul likes your work, it's about how honest you are with yourself and you must never trade honesty for relatability. Mm. And I was like, okay. Yes. So I came to a point where I was like, I think that I'm ready to just go ahead and be honest with myself. And, you know, just put it out there um, because I wanted to share what it was that I had to say. So I did. <laughs> I love that so much because I think especially you, you've told us you're an Enneagram three and something we typically struggle with is being able to put ourselves out there in a way that is authentic yeah. and vulnerable, where if especially if it's something that we're not necessarily sure that we're good at or sure that we'll be received well. So I love that you're kind of using art as a way to be honest and vulnerable. Um, I like took so many notes when you were talking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. And so um, kind of going into like the ADHD (laughs) part, um, like the, my neurological uh, diversity yeah, can you talk a little bit about that? Because when you, when we were going, you know, doing our initial kind of like intake, if you will, for the mm-hmm. podcast, and you were writing some things out, just telling us a little bit about yourself, and and you, um, you use the term neurological diversity, and I was like, I'm not sure what that means. Oh, so can you talk about that? I can. Since you yeah. did, and that was like two days ago, it has been popping up everywhere, and I think it was just that I didn't have an awareness about neurological diversity in a way that like it's something I needed to understand mm-hmm. okay so I can't remember exactly where I heard the term um but it was I think it was on a video on YouTube because I was watching this video about ADHD and there's so much negativity put on ADHD or depression um and so that can kind of keep that can keep people from seeing like the superpowers that come out of having, you know, something like ADHD. And, and so the person referred to it as neurological diversity um, because with ADHD, our brain just works differently. Like when you go into uh, a music studio and you have like a professional DJ and like, you know, he's moving all of the buttons um, so everything can sound nice. Well, it's like a, it's like a five-year-old goes into our studio <laughs> and they just start, you know, moving all of the buttons. And so there's, it, it can feel at times and seem like there's no rhyme or reason um, for certain behaviors. Um, but that's kind of what like neurologically diverse is all about. Like our brain wires just connect differently than uh, the average person. But probably one of my favorite things about having ADHD is hyper focus. Mm. Um, (laughs) I love that because 
when I'm like super excited about something and the hyper focus gets sets in, it's like nothing matters until I get it done. Um, so it's not that people with ADHD can't get it done. It's just how interesting is the subject to us? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, that's another reason why I wanted to do like poetry and podcasting because I had been, you know, doing things that were kind of like halfway interesting. It wasn't really like sparking passion in me. And I didn't want to just keep living my life with minimal passion. You know, I was like, I, I want to live my full life. I want to share poetry and help other people connect and to recognize their, their own superpowers um, through their differences, whether it be, you know, anxiety, ADHD, um, yeah, whatever, whatever your difference may be. I just wanted people to be able to know that they're not alone and that you can make the best of it. That's amazing. And I love that you've kind of re you've reframed it as a superpower. It's not something that is some, it should be, you should be embarrassed about or that should hold you back. It's just like, this is your superpower and you learn to use it to your best of your abilities, like whatever that might look like. Yes. I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. There's this, um, Dan Johnston on YouTube. I watch a lot of his videos. He does a lot of work about like ENFPs, which I'm an ENFP also and ADHD. Um, and he, he's helped He's helped with my like thinking a lot. I actually signed up for one of his courses. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's also been a really cool experience. Yeah, I don't know who that is, so I'll have to link him in the show notes so that we can <laughs> see who that is. that is. Yeah, so I I want to ask just kind of a um, off the cuff question here, but yeah. there's like like um, I feel like when acronyms get thrown around like ENF p and adhd and like all these things do you ever feel like i know some people feel like a diagnose a diagnosis can be like a box maybe like a rebel like myself but mm-hmm. <laughs> um do you and not that maybe diagnosis isn't the right word but like putting a terminology with like right. what it is that you have going on in your life you know who you mm-hmm. are and like kind of disseminating it down into like different titles um do you feel like that has been helpful for you? Do you feel like you kind of get lost in it sometimes? Like, what what are your thoughts there? That's a really great question. Um, for me personally, I feel like it has been really helpful. And it's, it's interesting now that I think about it, because I am kind of like anti-labeling things. Uh, but for some reason, in regards to like ENFP and ADHD, I embrace the term because I think I want people to feel like they can accept it you know if that's what it is you know like you can accept it and talk about the the positives in it and even like being with being an ENFP you know like one of our weaknesses is you know that we're late a lot not super duper neat um (laughs) but then you know one of our strengths is having really great communication skills so i think for me having the label helps me to see what the strengths are um Mm -hmm. of a certain thing and it allows me to like kind of tap into that and expand it I love that. Can you talk a little bit about, we talk about Enneagram on here all the time. Everybody knows that we're all Enneagram threes, like the boat, yada, yada. But <laughs> can you talk about like Myers-Briggs and your connection there? Cause you keep saying ENFP and I'm wondering if people out there probably don't know what that may not know what that means. Yes. Okay. So ENFP is extroverted. There's the E intuitive, the N in intuitive feeling and perceiving. Um, And so I could really go deep into the rabbit hole here, (laughs) but I won't. Um, It's pretty easy to find out like what Mm -hmm. all that means, but you know, it's pretty much just like you're an extroverted person. um, You like to connect with people you feel before you think, and you're more of like go with the flow overall instead of like super duper scheduled. Mm. Um, so that's kind of like 
what that boils down to. Man, we are so similar because I'm an ENFJ. Re- oh, yep. that's right. What's the J? Judge. I don't remember. <laughs> Judge. So Judge or McJudgington over here. <laughs> Judge or McJudgerton. You know, I was looking back through my Instagram and trying to see like when we first talked and it was back in June and we were having a conversation about the Enneagram and about you being an ENFJ. And yes, I think yes, that's why that's I right. like you. I like <laughs> you guys so much because we're like three. You guys are just so relatable to me. <laughs> so I really <laughs> like hanging out with you guys. Thanks. Um, that but means go- a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I really do. But going back to um, Myers-Briggs, so I'm like coined the cheerleader, like that's the term for an ENFP. And so I I was really able to like tap into that more um, by reading books about, you know, like communication. Um, I think there's this book called like How to Influence People and like just how reading more books about my strengths um, really helped me to like hone in more on that. And then as far as the Enneagram goes, um, (laughs) the Enneagram, not everyone likes the Enneagram because it is so honest. It's like you're reading the description (laughs) and you're like, wow, are they inside my head? Cause they know the stuff that I don't want to talk about. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, and so the thing that I have, um, utilized from the Enneagram has pretty much been, uh, my weaknesses. I know that I like praise or, you know, whatever it may be from other people. I really care about people's opinions, although I'm independent. How does that make sense? (laughs) Um, and so knowing that helped me to like, remember to, okay, Candice, what is it that I, like, what is my goal? You know, like if nobody clicks that like button, you know, like how are you going to feel after you post, after you make this post of this poem or after you put up this Instagram story? Um, So it really helped me to check in with myself and to grow my own confidence and my ability to make a good decision and feel okay with it. Mm. I feel like social media is such a double-edged sword for those of us who are seeking approval from outside. (laughs) Yes, that's really a great way. That's really a great way to put it, Sharon. It is. It's a double-edged sword because it's like, oh, somebody commented. Yay! Yes, dopamine (laughs) hit. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that you're the you're a cheerleader because and that you're becoming a life coach. Thank you. Girl. <laughs> oh my God. You're gonna help so many people. Oh you really that are. means so much. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. means so much. Yeah, I I really appreciate that. Really yeah. Do. So how um I just let's talk about how like how are you utilizing these type of things in the business that you're developing. Can you talk a little bit about that? In the process of developing the business, you mean, or? Any part of it. I mean, you're you're in process, right? So aren't we all always? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, So one thing that I know uh, about myself is I can like overdo it a lot and so keeping in mind that as a three I can just go and go and go um helps me to remember to be like hey if I want to keep on being creative I have to rest and that's why I love that post you made about rest being responsible I think that was from Brene Brown um and I think about that all the time and my parents have told me for years like you have to rest you have to rest because things just go so much better when I take the time to rest so scheduling uh making sure that my sleep schedule stays consistent really for me is like the key to being able to be creative and like come up with ideas for the business and uh I would like to use that to like help people I feel like my main goal is to help people to like tune in and like, what is it that you need to be able to do 
what you want, you know, because there's so much. It's like you should uh, from the, don't should on me. You should do this. You should do that. You should, should, should. And it's like, OK, but what do I want to do and what can I do? And so help. I feel like uh, the Myers-Briggs and Enneagram, since it's helped me to come in more into myself, that's what I would like to help other people do mm. um, so they can kind of figure out their path, see what sparks joy for them and how they can, you know, really give that back out to other people and have more passion in life. I love that so, so much. You like, it's funny because I mean, we're all threes, right? So I feel like there's a lot of like reflecting going on back and forth. Like, oh, I see you. I see you and and me. I see myself. (laughs) It's just like, it's, it's, it's it's another form of validation, which we also love. Um, Yes, definitely. like threes were very, very like driven creatures. And you've talked a little bit about, you know, kind of ways that you're avoiding burnout, but I'm curious, you, you wrote in, um, oh, and then an email back and forth, it was, it was something about like how feelings can dissipate, but it doesn't mean it's that something's not still important to you. Yeah. Um, so how do you like, how do you maintain that kind of motivation when you're feeling burned out? Like when I just want to hide under my weighted blanket, because like when we burn out, we burn out hard and like, I am nowhere yeah. to be found. So how do you, how do you support people through that? Okay. So that is a really awesome thing. I'm glad you brought that back up. Um, So what I try to do is I guess have like a set amount of time (laughs) as like how long I can be down. Mm. Um, So I'm like, okay, like I'm going to take this day for myself to rejuvenate And then, you know, after I feel replenished, then I can kind of push forward to finish the goal. So a lot of the times (laughs) I won't feel like posting on Instagram or, (laughs) or, you know, um, a lot of the times I don't even feel like me doing my podcast. I like get out my outlines in advance and I'm like, come on, Candice. It's not that hard. (laughs) So I kind of just, I like take a deep breath and I literally do five, four, three, two, one. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, And so that, it sounds kind of nuts, but that is, (laughs) I literally will just like count myself down. You know, I'm going to sit here and do this um, because even if I don't feel the uh, the drive to do it, I know that if I don't, then later I will feel some sort of disappointment. So I kind of try to have, you know, future thinking, forward thinking, and, you know, just say like, what, what am I going to lose? Like, what will I lose from doing what it is that I need to get done? And so having some self-dialogue is typically what helps me to stay focused and push through. <laughs> it's like, what would future Candace say if I didn't do this podcast right now? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. She'd be exactly. like, girl, get up and do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe she would be like, you know what? I'm glad you sat on the couch. That was a really good move. Boss yes. move. <laughs> yeah, and so like you said, kind of just checking in like you know just making sure I know like when to push and when to take a step back Mm. um because having ADHD that motivation (laughs) sometimes it's just not there my brain is like I'm in that brain fog and it's like okay you know like is this the ADHD is it that I don't want to do this um so yeah I there's a lot of self-reflection going on in Candace's head all the time (laughs) it's so valuable I love that so much how do you get yourself out of a brain fog asking for a friend (laughs) okay so how I do that is I have a playlist of songs that literally get me hype no matter what (laughs) Will you share this playlist? I'm like so excited already. I could, I could do that. Yeah, I could. Yes. You want me to share the playlist right now? I mean, or later on. Link it in the show notes. 
Okay. <laughs> we'll link that in the show notes. We'll link the list in the show notes. Do you have like some top hits that you like top songs, artists? What kind of yes. music is on this playlist? Um, so it's it's pop, hip hop, um, a combination of those because they kind of get me like, you know, get my blood moving. Mm. And so I play that. I set a timer to dance for 10 minutes. And then usually after that, I'm like out of the brain fog. And if that doesn't work, then I will sit down and I'll have some mud water um, or some cacao with. <laughs> We're gonna have to back up in a minute. Yeah. Right, finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, what is mud water? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna back up for, but I was, yeah. <laughs> okay, so mud water is it's. It's got like mushroom, cordyceps, turmeric, Himalayan pink salt, uh, masala chai, cacao. It's like, what do they say? It's like chai tea and chocolate had a love child. <laughs> um, and so I am an affiliate with them. So we can yes, link my <laughs> drop that. Uh-huh. We can link that in the show notes too. Um, but what it is, it's it's kind of like a coffee replacement and you know their thing is we don't hate coffee we were just disappointed with it and so um i'm not mad i'm just disappointed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so That's the things that are in mud water really help build up like they boost your adrenal glands and um kind of the things that like coffee doesn't help with you know, coffee tastes so good. And you had made a post not too long ago about like how much you love coffee, but also talking about, you know, the, just the facts of, you know, everything that coffee entails. Um, so yeah, so mud water, it's uh, really great because sometimes when you have ADHD, like our adrenal, our adrenal, adrenal <laughs> glands, they can get burnt out. And that's kind of what was happening to me with coffee. Um, it wasn't working for my brain anymore. It was just making me like anxious and jittery after a while. And so I was like, okay, I got to figure something else out. And then that's when I discovered mud water. And it's, uh, it really boosts my brain power and productivity. So I like it a lot. I'm over here looking it up and it looks amazing. I think I've looked at this before and... I, I agree that like coffee, we all know I love coffee. I think I talk yes. about it every, every show. I'm like, and here I am with my vat of coffee. But I mean, if it has caffeine in it, it like I'm screwed. Like it just, I, it destroys my adrenals. So yeah, yeah. I want to try this. Okay. Yeah. Do you just mix it into like, I, this is not an episode about mud water, but I think it's going <laughs> that route. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you just mix it into water? How do you, how do you consume so I do it several <laughs> different ways. Uh, I typically make like a latte type deal. Mm. Um, so I will warm up either almond milk or some oat milk that I made probably like, um, yeah, like a third cup. And then I'll put the warm milk in the cup, then put in the mud water. And then I'll add just a little bit of hot water until like it comes up to the top of my cup. And then I'll put in like a spoon, a tablespoon of coconut sugar or maple syrup and mix it up and mm. chug it down. And it's so delicious to me. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that so helps me get out of my brain fog if the dancing doesn't work. <laughs> I love that. I love this dance party. That's how we kind of reset at home here really? too. With, well, with the kids. Yeah. Because I mean especially like you were talking about at the very beginning of this episode, you know, between three and five, those are some big feelings. There's a mm -hmm. lot happening. There's a lot of development. And, um, sometimes we all need a reset. And when breathing isn't working, sometimes we just need to dance it out. And we did this a lot when I was pregnant, but we've brought it back now to yes. just Edie goes over to the, um, Alexa little radio thing. And she's like, Alexa, play Lizzo radio from Pandora. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I love that. And it's Lizzo pretty is such a ball. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Edie big fan of Lizzo. Big fan. And so we have a legal Lizzo dance party. And yes. it's, it's pretty Lizzo legit. is um one of the songs on my playlist, actually. Yes. I'm very excited <laughs> for this playlist. 
Oh my goodness. Fox and I have just, the other day we did a yoga, what he calls a yoga dance party. And it was basically like him just dancing on an exercise ball. Like he was just like sitting and jumping and dancing for an hour. We listened to an hour straight of music and I was like dancing and strength training and doing hit and like just trying to get a workout in, mm-hmm. but also like get trying to get him to do physical things. Cause it was so damn cold outside. I'm like, I don't want to go outside. It's very Colorado out. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to this playlist of yours because we need some new songs. All right. Awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> you guys are amazing. <laughs> Candace, it's so nice to have you on the show. Um, Liz, do you have some other questions? I see that we have a nice chat box with like questions over here. Oh, yes. I was going to ask what is next for you in life and in in business? Like what is, what is this looking like? Cause I know you're working on that life coach training. Um, but I'm like, what's, what's it going to look like? What do you hope? What do you hope it's going to look like? Yeah. So, um, I hope that it's going to, you know, I'll be able to get a couple of clients and, you know, really just encourage people to tap into their strengths, their power. Uh, Cause I, I believe that we all have a sense of power. And as we grow up, we kind of forget that um, because we're told all of the things that we should do or should be. Um, And so uh, if I can just help kind of direct people back to that and help them to remember, you know, what their true passion is um, through coaching and helping them set goals, uh, that would be my, that would be my really awesome dream. Yeah. That would be like a dream come true. Um, And then until I get that fully started, I am starting a Patreon where I will be having some videos and advice kind of on that subject um, of, you know, like finding your power and allowing that to help spur your creativity. Um, and so I'll be having videos and things on there and um, on YouTube. So <laughs> I've got a couple, I got a couple things going on. Just a couple things going on. Yeah. yeah. You're building Podcast, some shit. Patreon, YouTube, yeah. you know how we do guys. <laughs> yes. You, you talk a lot about like having people find their power. Do you, do you have like three tips or one special tip? That's like, if I want to be like, how do I find my power? Like where, where would I even start with that process? Oh, I like that. Um, I would say to write down some feelings that are really important to you. Um, like at the beginning of the year, instead of writing down like a goal, I, I write down how it is that I want to feel. Mm. And so that has kind of led me to to um, feel more empowered because like, oh, you know, do I want to feel productive this year? Do I want to feel kind, you know, like tapping into how I want to feel has helped me tap into my power. So I think if you can get a list down of three feelings that are really important for you, uh, that will, that's a, a good starting point. I love this so much. I don't know if you saw this, but Sharon and I made almost the exact same face. We're like, Ooh, yes. this is amazing. <laughs> and I, and I love that it's a feeling and not necessarily like an, an outcome oriented goal, because like you're talking about these superpowers, like we're all going to get there a different way because we all yeah. have these different superpowers. And I think that exactly. that is, that's really, really cool reframe. Did you have a couple like words or feelings that you set for this year? Would you be willing to share them? I should ask that first. Yes. Um, yeah. So one of the feelings that I wanted to have for this year is the feeling of kindness. Um, and that's kind of, it's kind of like a deep, <laughs> like a deep thing. It sounds simple, but uh, being kind feeling like I'm being kind and honest is a lot more important to me than being nice. Because when you're being mm-hmm. nice, I feel like you uh, have the tendency to sugarcoat a lot of things. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, sometimes the kind thing to do doesn't always feel nice, <laughs> but it's important, you know? Um, so this year it was really important for me to feel kind, to feel uh, patient. Uh, the process of doing a podcast, being on YouTube, in so much editing and I just like to get it done, but there's a process. Um, so kindness, patience, and then self-compassion, um, mm -hmm. feeling self-compassion uh, just because, you know, it's tough and we've got COVID and, you know, we have to, we have to be kind to ourselves and show that compassion um, for ourselves like we would you know to our children or you know to somebody that we care and love about that's so, awesome yeah. I, I love that you've differentiated between kind and nice because it's not something I, I'd ever really given much thought to but you're right they're they're completely different and as soon as you said that I had written down a quote actually earlier about from Brene Brown that says clear <sighs> is kind unclear is unkind Oh, and, I love it. And again, because something you say that is kind doesn't always, it's not, maybe not always going to feel good, but like setting mm -hmm. boundaries, that is a kind act for yes. both people involved. It doesn't yes. mean it's always going to feel nice. Exactly. So. I love you that. better say it, Liz. I love it. Here that. for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it, girl. I'm here for it. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I was totally thinking about Brene Brown too when she was saying that. I was like, this is some Brene Brown shit right here. Like <laughs> yeah. I really, really like her a lot. Yeah. She's so good. Yeah. She's such a I feel like she's a, such a balanced, well rounded human being. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I love that. Liz and I are like over here writing notes about all these things. These like aha moments that are coming up for us while oh, you're speaking. Oh my goodness. It's so cool. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm so uh, grateful to be here with you guys and you know, just to be able to talk and um, I learned so much from you guys and your podcast and it's just nice to be able to, to feel like I'm helping you guys in some way, you know, like giving back. So <laughs> thank you. Oh my God. That means so much, Candace. It like, it really does. Like, and <laughs> like Liz and I, we meet, you know, and we do our recordings and we like schedule our people. We do the thing, like whether we want to or not, usually we do, but like, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes 7am is early for a podcast recording. And it's, um, it really means a lot to like hear you say that because if we're just impacting one person's life, you know, like then it's totally worth it. And yeah. to be able to sit here and share this space with you and just like hear how you're living your life and how you're like building your business to lead in the world is just been a really a huge treat. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're so welcome. Thank you guys. Yeah, it's been a real honor to have this conversation with you and I think like Sharon said at the very beginning of the show, like you, are you, you're not going to change lives. Like you are changing lives and you are just such an incredible human. And I am really excited for our broader listener community to be able to connect with you and um, just soak up all your goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Yeah. If people wanted to find you where, where would they do such a thing? Um, it would be easiest to find me on Instagram. Um, so you can follow my PAVE podcast account. So it's underscore podcast. You got all the punctuation in there. Yes. So I'll come up and then you can, in my bio, I have my Plink account linked. So you can just shoot on over to all my podcast episodes every once in a while. Like whenever I post my YouTube video, I just put the YouTube link in my bio. And then with my podcast in the show notes is where I will have the um in the show notes for my podcast and on YouTube is where I'll have the link for my Patreon. Love, Love it. that. Awesome. Yeah. We'll make sure 
All of that's in the show notes. Again, thank you, Ashley. Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> we appreciate you, Ashley. Yeah. Sure do. Takes a team around here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we really do have an awesome team. We do. Very, very yeah. lucky. Mm-hmm. And I love that you shout them out, you know, because not everybody does that. Well, I, I don't want... We're, or, there's no illusion that we are doing this by ourselves. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> there's like a like a very clear difference from before. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But I love that honesty. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really, really dope. <laughs> Thanks, girl. Yeah. Love You're it. Welcome. Uh, well, thanks so much for joining us today, Candace. Um, one last thing. I would really like to like do a call to action. We'd really like to do a call to action. So what's your call to action for listeners today? Putting you on the spot. Yeah. The call to action that I would have for you guys today is really to to do what you feel is authentic for yourself don't think about the shoulds (laughs) but you know what feels authentic and right for you what's something that's going to make you feel like um you're really standing in your power Uh, go with that yes stand in your power i love it love 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 it thank you so much candace this has been such a treat you're welcome thank you guys this has been an awesome wrap up to my day (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah thanks candace and thanks listeners um if you get a chance please if you haven't already go rate and review the podcast subscribe so you can get more badass interviews like this and uh we will see you next week